I am one with the Force. The Force is with me. And the less known response to live long and prosper, peace and long life. Yes, indeed, my friends. Yes, indeed. Here we go. Podcast number 215. In this one, I'm just going deep into my COVID sci-fi binge TV watching. Uh, It's one of the benefits of basically the pandemic. I'm always trying to look at the, uh, well, how should I? Well, the silver lining to every, every cloud. Yeah, the pandemic, COVID situation, definitely tragic. Definitely tragic. However, inside that, there's some good stuff. There's some good stuff. Yeah, I, you know, I've always wanted to spend more time at home. And I think I've mentioned that on a number of other podcasts from the past. But yeah, it's been great just getting to spend more time at home. And there's been a number of things that I've taken care of, like I've cleaned my desk, I've organized my closet, I cleaned out all my dresser drawers, I have uh, organized 20 years of digital files, consolidated everything into one uh, massive external hard drive, and then I have kind of all my current working stuff on a different external hard drive. So finally, I can say that is fairly organized, and I've spent a lot of time, it's not complete, I've spent a lot of time organizing all of my... I find your lack of faith disturbing. Images that I've, pictures that I've taken on my camera and video, getting ready to make a push to do some uh, video stuff, and that's taken a lot of work. Like, it actually takes a lot of work to organize that because I have a lot of pictures in iCloud, I got a lot of pictures on my phone, and I have a whole lot in my Google Drive. I thought I lost some stuff, and then I, I remembered that I forgot about my Google Drive and all the images that I have on there, so that's been great. And uh, so, yeah, all that's been organized. I even got to my Moldavite, so I've been doing the Moldavite and talking Moldavite for probably 12 years. I'm usually quiet about that, but... Yeah, I, you know, I'm in the process. I mean, it's kind of categorized, but not very well. And uh, yeah, I just upgraded that whole thing. And that's taken an incredible amount of time. And I have spent a lot of time, you know, building bicycles and getting bikes ready and riding bikes and things like that. So all that's been great. Um, I would have liked, I would have liked to spend more time getting healthy but I've had the extreme tendonitis, so all that's slightly on hold. I could be walking more, nonetheless, nonetheless. But let me tell you, I, I got to talk about my sci-fi COVID binging, right? And this started early on in the pandemic when we basically got locked down. We were teleworking. People weren't getting out that much. We didn't really know how things were transmitted. There was this whole thing about washing hands and, oh, the virus can stay on cardboard for two weeks. Fascinating. Basically, most people were staying at home. And I thought, well, like most people, I thought, oh, this will probably last a couple of months. Not knowing it was going to last a year and even longer. Now it's probably been 15 months since it's really hit America hard, the United States. Four phases locked and ready to fire. Sir. So, you know, we I keyed in. I was like, oh, I, I'm going to take a little time and, and watch a little sci-fi, catch up on some sci-fi. As you may know, and if you don't, I'm a diehard Star Trek fan. Space, the final frontier. 
These are the voyages of the starship Enterprise. Its five-year mission to explore strange new worlds, to seek out new life and new civilizations, to boldly go where no man has gone before. And lifelong Star Wars fan and a myriad of other, oh, Doctor Who? <laughs> yeah, Doctor Who goes way back, way back. I need a time machine to go back that far. I was born and raised on sci-fi superheroes and comic books, and it's been great. My whole family's into it. We've been going to opening night Star Wars since Empire Strikes Back. So, uh, I've had the opportunity to catch up on some sci-fi that I haven't been able to watch. Now, uh, I, I have a very busy life overall, but I love science fiction. Oh, my word, do I love sci-fi. Illogical. And the movies are one thing. Like, going to see the movies, that's a family thing. Any Star Trek that's come out, we're always watching that. But there are certain series of Star Trek that I haven't seen all of them and in one case haven't really seen any of them okay so i'm just going to start with my sci-fi star trek binge this is what i ended up binge watching over the pandemic right star trek enterprise right the prequel um in the early 2000s and then uh that was five seasons and then seven seasons of deep space nine three seasons of Picard, all three seasons of the new cartoon Lower Decks, and then the three seasons of the original Star Trek cartoon from the 70s. So when the original series, it was a five-year mission, but it only did, I think, three years, yeah? And then they had another two years, I'm sorry, two years of cartoons to finish out the five-year cycle, and that's kind of part of Star Trek canon there. That's the Star Trek universe. And then, of course, Star Trek Discovery, right? Three seasons of that. So that alone is an incredible binge. Now, Deep Space Nine, uh, seven seasons of Deep Space Nine. Never watched Deep Space Nine. And it was good to catch up on Enterprise. So that alone, just that sequence of binge TV was intense. And I'll tell you, we saw, I started off with Enterprise because I'd seen a bunch of that and I binged a couple years of it a, a number of years ago, but I've never seen them really from start to finish. So lo and behold, that's what we did. And then I figured, well, now's a good time. Let's just let's just roll right into Deep Space Nine, right? which is one of the favorite episode, uh, one of the favorite series of Star Trek. I've, I'm not a big fan of it. Of course, you know, I, I'm born and raised on the original series, Captain Kirk, Spock, McCoy, Uhura. Come on, all of that, right? But I'm a big uh, Next Generation fan, and right up there, Voyager is by far one of my favorites. Never really got into Deep Space Nine. I think at one time in the mid to late 90s, there were three Star Trek series on at the same time. They overlapped for a couple of years. And that was The Next Generation, Deep Space Nine, and Voyager. Wow. You know, and I'm, I'm looking at this list and I'm like, yeah, I, you know, I actually watched a lot of Star Trek. I was very impressed and surprised with Picard. 
We watched the, that's, uh, the, the full season of that, waiting for the next one to come out. Or were there two seasons? I can't quite recall. And I think it was just only one season, ten episodes. But it gave Data some justice, in my opinion, gave him the death that he deserved. Not that botched B4 thing from Nemesis, I think it was, the movie. Um, and then Lower Decks, right? That was great. Lower Decks was great. And then, of course, Star Trek Discovery, booyah. I'm looking at this list, and that is a pretty strong list of Star Trek sci-fi binging compared to my Star Wars list, right? Which is five seasons of The Clone Wars. No, seven seasons of The Clone Wars and five seasons of Rebels. And then here, I actually got to watch the original Star Trek cartoon that came out before A New Hope in 1977. And in this nine-minute cartoon, nine minutes, is the uh, premiere showing of Boba Fett, right? Even before A New Hope and Empire Strikes Back. Boba Fett first appeared in this cartoon. I cannot remember the name of it right now, but I think that's slightly obscure for most people. Uh, I, I consider myself pretty nerdy and deep into sci-fi, but I'm not like super deep, deep, deep. But most people think I'm pretty deep. And I, I, I got to tell you, you know, as far as the sci-fi goes, I'm, I'm a lifelong Star Trek fan. And I've probably seen much more Star Trek than Star Wars, but Star Wars has always had a very profound effect on my life. And I've done a number of podcasts about it. I've been watching Luke get his hand cut off. The guy next to me, he looked at me because I don't have two hands, right? And I, <laughs> I was like, well, he ain't my father. <laughs> yeah, that was at uh, the opening night to, to An Empire Strikes Back. We got there late. We couldn't sit together as a family, so I had to sit next to somebody I didn't know. Kind of weird, but at the same time, kind of cool. <clears throat> and... Uh, I, I, I got to tell you, Rebels was very good, and the Clone Wars was, like, stunning. It, it just, it filled so much information. It, it backfilled so much between uh, the movie The Clone Wars and Revenge of the Sith. It was just, like, it made all that work so much better, so much better. The Force is strong. Um, this one. Yeah, I'm a little speechless right now. I'm a little speechless right now. So I, right now what's coming into my head is uh, Star Wars um, Rogue One. I think by far, other than The Empire Strikes Back, the best Star Wars movie out there. Just unbelievably good. Great pacing, great storyline, great explanation. Uh, and then just... You know, all the stuff. I'm one with the Force. The Force is with me. The character Donnie Yin played just hilarious, powerful. Everybody died in the end. Uh, just so, so good. I, I, I'm really, I, I love watching that movie. I didn't get to binge so much. Or oh, one of my best, one of my favorite phrases out of that is uh, uh, Chinuit. I think that's his name. I can't remember right now. Uh, the character played by Donnie N. He said, uh, the strongest stars have hearts of Kyber. Yeah, just really for me, so special. And 
I, I just fell in love with Ahsoka Tano. Oh, my word. Oh, and I forgot to even bring up the Mandalorian. What's up, Mando? Yeah, binged all of that. That's for sure. Uh, so it was great to see li the live action of Ahsoka Tano. Um, yeah, I'm just, my geek is hanging out. It's too much. It's too much. Um, here, let me prep a little something on this podcast so I can get some overlapping noise here. Okay. Um, so yeah, that's pretty impressive right there. You know, five seasons of Enterprise. Was it five or three? Can't quite remember. Seven of Deep Space Nine, one of Picard, three of Lower Decks, two of the original cartoon, three seasons of Discovery. Five, two seasons of The Mandalorian, three of the, uh, five of the Clone Wars, seven of the Clone Wars, five of Rebels, the one miscellaneous uh, Star Wars cartoon. That's some major binging, major sci-fi binging. And I actually had to tell people because people know I'm deep into sci-fi and superheroes. I basically don't watch superhero series because right now, if you're a superhero sci-fi fan, it is the time to be alive. There is so much going on. I mean, there is so many great superhero series on TV. I can't even watch. It's just, I'll have no time. I've, ha I've basically had to stop watching TV based on the amount of stuff that I've been binging. Both my mom and myself, right? So I try, <laughs> there were times I'm like, okay, I got to stop. I got to stop. Got through whatever, you know, like Lower Decks, watch three seasons of Lower Decks. My mom didn't like it, but that cartoon is so, so funny. If you're a deep fan, it is great. But uh, we watched five seasons of Person of Interest, you know. I mean, I kind of think that's sci-fi. <laughs> if you've ever seen that episode, that, that series. Um, yeah, watched all five seasons of that. Uh, then I actually watched the last two years of The Mentalist, which is a series I enjoyed watching. My brother would watch it. I thought it was pretty cool, just like old school Columbo with a twist. But I, I could never... Uh, Red Dawn, or what's that guy's name? I can't remember right now, but... Uh, never got to see what happened there. And uh, so I just ended up binging the last two years of that. Once I started, I couldn't stop. Had to, had to follow it all the way to the end. And then for whatever reason, my mom was watching Designated Survivor with uh, Kiefer Sutherland. So I don't know. I just caught on to that three, two and a half seasons, you know, not not long. But I, sometimes I was like, what am I doing? I'm just like addicted to the binge right now. So it's good to say it's good to say that I haven't really been watching that much TV over the past month probably ever since the Clone Wars ended. Uh, I watched Rebels before the Clone Wars. I kind of regret that, but now that I look back on it, not really, because those last five episodes with Ahsoka Tano, <laughs> yeah, she took down Darth Maul. That was a, uh, she captured Darth Maul. She didn't take him down. Obi Wan Kenobi took down Darth Maul, in a very kind of sentimental way. It was really. Uh, yeah, just there was a lot of closure there overall. It was really fantastic just to catch up on all that. So, I mean, I've done a lot in the pandemic. I've gotten a lot accomplished. You know, I've gotten a lot accomplished at home. I still have things to accomplish. Uh, sometimes I don't feel that good about the amount of TV that I watched, but I was born and raised on on television and sci-fi and comic books and superheroes. So 
It just seems appropriate. My mom's a big fan. It's something we can do together. I remember we watched 10 years of Doctor Who from the reboot, right, with uh, Christopher Eccleston, uh, number nine, all the way through with number 10, Matt Smith, or yeah, yeah but don't forget one of the, one of the greats, uh, number 10, Matt Smith with number 11. I actually liked Peter Capaldi. Um, David Tennant. Oh, I remember my mom cried when he, <laughs> when he regenerated. Oh yeah, I'm a huge Doctor Who fan. Um, but we did watch a little bit of The Timeless Child with number 13, Jodie Whittaker. That's been great. So I'm really excited for that series to come out. Um, and we're, we're looking forward to hopefully a new Discovery and a new Picard. And of course, there's a whole bunch of Star Wars coming out. There's like 15 different episodes or series slated. And of course, the Ahsoka Tano one is highly revered. People are very excited about that to come out. Uh, the Book of Boba Fett. And maybe a little more Mandalorian. There's even something with the with the two uh, droids, C-3PO and R2-D2. So we'll, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens, my friends. You know, and I think that's about all I really want to say about my deep binge into the sci-fi-ness of my life. Um, yeah, it was really it was really good for me. It was really enjoyable, and uh, as much as I am a hardcore Star Trek fan and love it, and will always watch it, there's just there's a special connection with me and Star Wars. I am one with the Force. The Force is with me. Ah, may the force of others be with you. Live long and prosper. Come on, now beat me up, Scotty. Now, that phrase has never actually been uttered in Star Trek. <laughs> yeah, that's one of those weird unknown facts. People think that Captain Kirk actually said that he never once said, beat me up, Scotty. He's said Scotty and beat me up, but never in that way that has now become very famous. So with that, my friends, I'm out. I'm out for this week. Uh, enjoy the summer. Have fun. Stay safe. Wash your hands and mask up. Let's be safe. Let's be cool. long and prosper see I told you he's strange and wonderful hey thanks for tuning in this is Alejandro with one hand speaks find me online at onehandspeaks.com and all your social media outlets <laughs>